In this episode, I deliver a quick and easy tip to hopefully save you some money. Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Welcome to episode number 75 of the Private Labeler Show. Thanks for stopping by. No matter where in the world you're tuning in, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Very grateful that you decided to give me your ears for a few minutes here. And in this very, very quick episode, I'm just going to deliver a kind of like a quick tip to hopefully save you guys some money. Now, this is something I've talked about before, but definitely want to highlight this because I think it could come in handy to hopefully save you guys, like I said, some money, which last I checked, saving some money is pretty awesome. Okay, I don't think anybody's against that. So uh, this very quick tip is is basically when whenever you're dealing with your factory or your supplier or whatever you want to call them, um, whether it's on your first order or your, your 30th order with them, it doesn't really matter. Uh, make sure you communicate with them and ask them if it's cool if they reimburse you for any defective units that they sell you, okay? So what I mean by that is, obviously, no matter what type of product you're buying, whether it's, um, or having made or importing, whether it's, you know, Bluetooth, high-tech stuff, or whatever that might be in in the electronics world, or something really basic, you know, something basic, kind of like a grill brush or or anything on that level, doesn't really matter what it is. Naturally, products are going to become defective. Uh, They're going to be defective right off the bat, I mean. So uh, obviously you're going to have inspections, kind of checking through things just to make sure your products are good before you ship them out. But at a certain period in time, you're definitely going to be selling products that uh, kind of arrive to the customer, maybe your Amazon customer. They arrive defective in some way, shape, or form, right? It's just going to happen. Happens to everybody. It's not really the end of the world when it does. But What you're going to want to do is you're just going to want to get in a conversation with that factory, with your rep, and just say, hey, can you guys reimburse us for any units that are defective? And what you're going to find is that a lot of them, if not the majority of them, will have no problem doing that, okay? So if you've been working with this factory for a while, um, you know, you're obviously going to notice returns from Amazon or whatever platform it is that you're selling on, and uh, you're going to notice over time that certain products that you have might have certain issues, right? Like a certain part always breaks or um, just there's certain things that are always kind of defective with that product. So what you might want to do then obviously is just have that conversation and just just say, hey, can you guys reimburse us? Uh, We'll give you a report, you know, once a month or once every however often. And um, if you could just kindly reimburse us for those defective units on the next order or whatever it might be, uh, that would be greatly appreciated, okay? So kind of bring it to their attention. This isn't anything unusual to ask them. And in fact, um, some of my suppliers have actually brought this to my attention, okay? Because they want to build that relationship with you long-term and they don't want to lose you for any reason. So they're going to do everything they can to keep you there, to keep you placing orders with them, okay? So uh, hopefully that makes sense, but just simply ask them. Now, if you're just starting working with, uh, starting the negotiations with a supplier like right off the bat, you don't have any rapport with them, um, and all of a sudden you're you're talking about them reimbursing you and you know for orders that you haven't even placed yet, you might just kind of want to uh, walk that carefully. But at a certain point, kind of bring that up and just say, hey, you know, we want a a long lasting 
uh, relationship with you. And we want to make sure that we provide the best quality possible to our customers. And uh, we would just love it if you could reimburse us for any units that are defective. And all that really means is like, let's say, you know, 10 units out of your uh, order or whatever ended up being defective through customer returns and things like that. Um, you could just simply provide them with a report, kind of verifying all that stuff. And all they're going to do then is on your next order is discredit you for those amount of units for the next order. Okay. That's typically what it looks like. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything really complicated. And you can prove that by going in, if you're selling on Amazon as an example, which most of you probably are that are listening to this, uh, you can simply find those reports within your Amazon system through your Seller Central and get uh, you know the defective units in there. You can find those reports that tell you that. Maybe just kind of create a spreadsheet or however you have to prove to them or whatever you guys decide on. And just send that on over at the agreed upon time. And uh, also too, just to kind of, obviously you're interested in providing great products to your customers and, and again, defects are going to happen no matter what. But what you're going to want to do to kind of take that to the next level is um, if you get products that you're selling that there, there seems to be like specific things that are always breaking or defective or not really working like they should, typically customers, especially on Amazon, they're going to let you know about that. They're going to send you messages through the messaging system. And at times they might even provide you with um, images of like, hey, this is breaking or hey, this is an issue or whatever it might be. And they kind of want to bring it to your attention. Now, obviously you should take that information and use that and then send that to your supplier and say, hey, you know, over the past three months, we've had, you know, numerous customers point out that this keeps happening with this product. Like, hey, do we think that you could address this on the next order so that this doesn't happen anymore? And you're going to find that the vast majority of those suppliers are going to be very interested in that, those pictures. And it's sometimes hard to explain things through typing through Skype or, or WhatsApp or whatever it is that you're using to communicate with them. But if you can show them pictures that the customer sent you, they can then take that to the, their production management or the production team and go, hey, you know, this keeps breaking or this is an issue on this type of product that we're making here. How can we resolve that? So that way they don't have to reimburse you or you don't have all these customer returns, again, costing you money and things like that. So that's kind of how you should work that. And hopefully you can work out the kinks with that product. But until then, yeah, just simply ask them like, hey, you know, could you just kindly reimburse us? And what's this, what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Big deal, right? And maybe as you develop that relationship even more, uh, you know, they don't want to lose you. They don't want to lose your orders. So they might actually even offer that up. So however, again, you work with them on that to... Uh, kind of prove that items were defective or whatever it might be. I don't know what that looks like specifically with each and every supplier, but Amazon does have reports that, you know, maybe you could create in a spreadsheet and send to them along with documentation to kind of obviously not cheat them, but to show them like the validation and things like that. So again, they can credit you on your future orders, which is going to save you money, which is great. So hopefully that makes sense real quick and real easy today implement that whether you're working with one supplier or five or whatever um, that should save you money over the long haul again last time i checked that's pretty cool so another little quick side note before i wrap up here um, i posted in our facebook group the podcast facebook group um, i think maybe like a week or two ago a link to a cool new tool that i was using that i wanted to kind of let you guys know about in case you're not in the facebook group but it's a tool called sonar for, uh, I guess you could say, finding keywords, like a keyword tool. And the cool thing is it's completely free. So 
I know there's been some buzz about this and some of these other Facebook groups. And I have, uh, over the past few weeks, been using that tool. Again, it's free. Um, you can find the tool if, if you haven't found it yet. You can find it. I'll give you a direct link that'll get you to the tool. If you go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash Celix, that's privatelabelershow.com forward slash Celix. That's S-E-L-L-I-C-S, I believe. And that'll take you to the homepage. And if you go underneath, up top, underneath the tools or resources bar, you can get a drop-down menu and you can click on, like, it's like a keyword tool. And it's called Sonar. Check it out. For it being a free tool, I find it extremely valuable. Um, I think it was like, yeah, last week or the week before, I went through all of my listings. As you guys know, I like to always constantly optimize my listings, make sure I'm using all the right keywords. And I used that kind of solely, and I found for just about every listing I have, um, a couple of new keywords that I had never thought of before and I never found with other tools that I've used before. So I thought that was pretty cool. And on top of that, it was free. It was you know literally free to use. And I thought it was uh, a really well done tool. So check out Sonar from Celix. Again, privatelabelershow.com forward slash Celix. And uh, just start using it. I, I actually would, if I were you guys, I would use that in conjunction with As you guys know, I use Keyword Inspector, like a lot of people do, so I use that. Uh, You can also use Merchant Words. You can also use Google Planner. I think the best thing to do is just use them all, and I think they'll all kind of scrape up um, different keywords that the other ones didn't find that you can use with your back-end keywords, with your bullet point keywords, description, title, all that stuff, and you can then use it to further optimize. So you should definitely use a lot of them and not necessarily just settle on one. So check out Sonar. If you guys are also wondering like what other tools I use, check out the resources page on privatelabelershow.com. I think that has a pretty good chunk of the tools that I kind of use on and off to help um, fuel my success on, on uh, Amazon and other platforms. So check it out. I uh, just wanted to mention that. And if you guys are wondering about the Facebook group, if you're not in it yet, search us through the Facebook search bar. For, uh, to find the podcast on there, or you can go, I think, to privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB and ask to join. And typically, if you don't have a profile picture or um, if you recently just joined Facebook like last week and you're trying to get into the group just to spam whatever service you're trying to spam, I'm not going to let you in. I only want actual, real, legitimate accounts. So uh, don't be surprised if I block or deny your entry if you fit one of those categories. So that about does it, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Again, thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later. Bye.